What's up, Brian? Oh, hey, AJ. Didn't see you there. <laughs> yeah, man. Fancy seeing you here. Mm. Uh, I just come here for the music, you know? I wasn't expecting to see anybody I know. I just come here for the dancing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, somebody said it's <laughs> you know, national... Somebody said it's National Pizza Day. Yeah. And uh, I don't even know if that's true or not, but I was like ready to celebrate. Better order a pizza just in case. I have have disgraced National Pizza Day, and let me tell you why. Oh, what have you done? Maybe some people will feel differently. What have you done, Um, AJ? Well, well, so when I usually get pizza, I usually get really good pizza. Like, Mm -hmm. I live in Atlanta. I have a billion things to choose from, Mm -hmm. uh, and it's all really, really good. However, there was one pizza chain that I was like, I haven't had this in forever, and this is the last chance I'm ever going to give it, and it was Papa John's. <laughs> wow. And it was so bad, man. What is What happened to <coughs> Papa John's? I remember that pizza being like nope. the best nope. of the chains <laughs> at one point, I mean, or at least like a really good one. They have a unique but flavor. They give you that garlic butter sauce and shit, but like, I, mean, Dude, I don't it think it's ever like, been good. I thought it was like one of the better ones. Oh, so the garlic <laughs> sauce was the saving grace here. The garlic sauce was really good. Yeah. Although they don't like heat it up for you. I bought six garlic sauces. Oh my god. <laughs> because it was for a promotion, okay? If I hit a certain dollar amount, I got five bucks off. So um but yeah, man, super disappointing. I will never be eating Papa John's again. Uh, even like Domino's is like really good. I mean, for cheap pizza, oh my god. I, Domino's I, I do, is good. I don't even I don't but even I know where to start it. with this conversation. Dude. I know Domino's I know. is not good even for cheap pizza. You can for get che- it is you good. can get a it lot of it cheap. if you only care about quantity. Then it's good pizza. But if you care at all, about, I, I think uh, I think Domino's. My Dom, maybe it, you know I've always been curious if it goes by store to store yeah. because because I, I feel like you know some of mine nail it. But but anyways, Chicago pizza says Jupiter Skies. That's right, Nancy's Pizza. Chicago deep dish. Dude, Stingray X says Little Caesars is still the best chain. Fight me. I mean, dude, I, yeah, I feel like I'm living in some alternate dimension right now. This is, <laughs> yeah, that's what terrible. What is going on? What is going on? Is, Ninja Tiger is, King just got Caesars. here. Why is everyone talking about pizza? <laughs> little Caesars is is made from like – like they like take the ingredients out of the garbage and they a- make a- the a- with it. Anybody who's never watched this show before thinks that this is all it is. We're just talking over a thumbnail. Can we start the show? <laughs> Let's start the show. Let's dance. This is PSVR Gamescast Live, where we film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, right here on YouTube, 6 p.m. Eastern, live. And if you're here right now, as some of you are, I'm just checking out. There are numbers. Uh, Thank you very much for being here, by the way. We love you oh so very much. Uh, Don't forget, if you're not interested in watching this live, or you're not interested in, like, watching our faces for an hour to three and a half hours straight, uh, don't you can... Always join us over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or streaming services of your choice. Go over there, subscribe, and uh, and get your Gamescast goodness that way. My name is Brian Paul from this channel right here, PSVR Without Parole. And this gentleman over here, the other love of my life. I've always got room in my heart for Flame Hat. Don't you worry. I would never <laughs> abandon you. AJ from the Underground, PSVR Underground. What is up, Brian? What is up, Game Cats? Happy... Wednesday, happy International Pizza Day. Go get you some pizza, some good pizza. Pineapple is okay, by the way. 
I am okay with pineapple, although I do think chicken is better than than uh, Canadian bacon. Anyways, it is also hump day, and I hope y'all are ready. I know Twitcher, the I Love Swordsman Now uh, game cat, is already assuming the position, which is good, because we are going to hump you full of all the PSVR news you need to know about. Also, some, please, somebody please make a gif of this. <laughs> <laughs> My life won't be complete until I see this in our Discord. What, what was that? Are you smelling something? Stay. What are you doing? No, that was a that was a don't don't listen. Oh, don't to do Brian. it. No, well, Sign, I mean, no one should ever off. listen to Brian. Tornado's <laughs> making a little guest appearance here in the corner of the screen. Uh, guys, we have so much awesome stuff to talk to you about. First, just want to remind everyone before we do anything. If you like what you see, don't forget to support us over on patreon.com slash without parole games. That helps me right here on without parole. And if you like AJ, which <laughs> seriously, seriously, that guy, uh, PS with uh, patreon.com slash PSBR underground, help that guy out, help him not have to, uh, you know, work anymore. <laughs> I love saying we don't have to work. But it's like, this is the hardest job I've ever done. It's the most hours <laughs> I've ever is... put into anything. I make the least and amount you make of money. So that I've ever... much less. <laughs> I know. Like, it's more work and you make less money. man. Everyone's what, like, but at least you get to do what you love. And I was like, at least I used to love it. It was so what, much what, fun. Yell that by people on the internet. <laughs> this <laughs> is the worst top 25 <laughs> list ever. Like I spent, I was up till 4am finishing the list. Like, this is the worst list ever. <laughs> it doesn't have dirt rally. It's trash. It must be trash. Yeah. I mean, that is a valid point, though. You know, I, I do kind of agree. Not yeah, that oh, it's trash, yeah. that, that there's a couple games that could have been on there. You know, there's Dude, a lot of good PSP. Whenever you only have 25 slots for something, it's great games are going to get left out. Like, Pistol Whip didn't make the list. How insane is that? That we have 25 games better than Pistol Whip. We got Alex to GameCat with D. 17 Donkey Kong Country saying, Give me some Metal Gear VR in my veins. Shoot it up! We also got Looper, the oh, underground game cat with the five yeah. euros, saying after playing lots of Zenith, I'm trying to gl- I'm trying to glide and climb everything <laughs> in every VR game. It is it does make, when that happens. It does make when, other games feel limiting, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. There's uh, there's so many games where you get so used to the mechanics. I, I I don't remember what it was. I think it was Song in the Smoke. I played like so much of that every other game. I was trying to like jump, like I was trying to like highlight and jump somewhere. <laughs> Um, yeah, it, I mean, it happens, man. Even even simple things like playing Wanderer too long made me uh, forget which buttons turned uh, in Zenith. I was constantly using the uh, the top buttons to turn instead of the bottom one. So it's, yeah, your brain can get trained in very strange ways. AJ, we've got so much news to talk about today. We're going to talk a little bit about Devolver Digital. We're going to talk about Fresnel lenses and a sci-fi coming out. As, oh my as, god, are you telling me you're about to tell me Gorn's coming out? As sci-fi <gasps> game cat Henry says, remember the S is silent in. Fresnel, like the S in Gamescast. <laughs> That's <laughs> nice. true. It is very true. Thank you for the reminder. Oh, man, how far have we come since just a few months ago? I've learned what Fresnel lenses are. I've learned how to pronounce Fresnel lenses. Um, you guys are witnessing my VR education firsthand. But first, AJ, we got a little bit more information about uh, Transformers VR Beyond yes, Reality. Question. The question, it's not about how far we've come, Brian. It's about how far we're going to come. <laughs> because Transformers. Because it's hump day? Because Transformers. Is it a, it's a distance uh, thing? Has released a brand new. <laughs> I can't keep it together, man. I'm a mess. Okay. Because Transformers has, in fact, given us an update on their game for Transformers Beyond Reality. Why don't you take this one away? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I guess the biggest news when they released this trailer uh, was that <clears throat> was that uh, was was that we got a release date. Uh, it was supposed to come out in Q4 last year. I think it was supposed to be December, uh, and then it just kind of quietly like kind of got delayed. And then, um, yeah, now we know it's going to come out in March, uh, March 31st, official release date. AJ, what what are your thoughts with this new trailer? We're seeing a, a, di- a few different gameplay mechanics. We're seeing a shield that reminds me a lot of uh, Archangel. We're seeing some firing. We're seeing some cool animations. Uh, is this has this game sold you? Or has um, this trailer well, sold I you was on already the game? honestly, I was kind of already sold on the thing. Yeah, I mean, I know this is like not everyone's most ideal like uh, game setup as being a rail shooter, but. I've always thought I've always liked the prospect of being just in the world of uh, of the Transformers universe and having these Transformers towering over you. And uh, I feel like the presentation is is pretty cool. Like it, it, it seems like a fun, just kind of experience sort of game um, with little as little interactivity. But I like rail shooters, so um, yeah, I, I like all the action I see going on. I mean, there's stuff blowing up, and there's transformers transforming into vehicles and fighting and uh and they had a nice little touch of some metal in the trailer so i uh yeah look my expectations are pretty low yeah but i'm also uh, excited about it yeah th- th- i think there's a few takeaways here uh the first thing is that like i'm just happy that we're getting more playstation vr games anytime that anytime we're getting games that are announced throughout the course of the rest of this year i'm happy because it, things got real quiet there for a minute and we we're like well what's going to happen after wander what's going to happen after zenith and to, the fact that we're actually getting these games peppered in that there's a release calendar suddenly starting to make sense and look more interesting throughout the course of the rest of the year in the fact you I mean ultra wings 2 just got review uh, released on other platforms i don't know if it was just quest or if it was uh, steam vr what the deal was but it got great reviews everyone said this is an amazing game you're gonna spend a ton of time with it and we're getting that on psvr1 uh likely later this year so th- the the PSVR one still has a lot of life left in it. So however long it is that we wait for PSVR two, at least there's good shit to play. And this is one of those things that this is one of those games that I'm cautiously optimistic about. I've been playing some, uh, some, some other shooters in my free time, quote unquote free time. It's just, it's just time that I should be doing work on the channel that I've just been like, fuck it. Um, and I, and I, and I'll tell you right now this, what this needs to make it a good rail shooter is uh, some destructible environments or destructible items in the environment. Like there's got to be power-ups scattered around the world. This is what made like Time Crisis cool. This is what made um, like vamp- uh, Vampire Night cool. House of the Dead is like there'd be like old school. Yeah, there'd be like crates that you could destroy with like power-ups in them, or you know, like health or or uh, you know, better weapons or something like that. And like you only have a limited amount of time to actually shoot them. Like you got to kind of remember. That's what make. That's why these rail shooters are always so much fun because you actually have to memorize the levels to get good yeah. at them. Yeah. Um, and so, and I've seen too many rail shooters that just don't know what makes a good rail shooter. And I, and I hope that this one does. Yeah, we've had a couple that are hit or, hit or miss. Obviously, Rush of Blood is like the ultimate rail shooter on PlayStation VR. Yep. And uh, then we've actually had some really sm- like small budget ones like um, Drone Striker. Yeah. And, and I actually enjoyed Drone Striker. I know it wasn't like amazing and not everybody liked it, but I thought it was some good cheap fun for a little it while. Six and- bucks. It's, it was good for six bucks for yeah. sure. It's the Domino's pizza of, of our rail shooters. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I mean, you know, I don't see any items and stuff. They do say this is a work in progress. Uh, I agree with you though. It would be cool to have some secret stuff like that, but um, 
it, it seems just more focused on the uh, – there's there's some stuff going on. I see some red barrels, so we'll have to wait and see. But, yeah, like I said, my expect – I'm just going to to play it safe. I'm going to have my expectations really low. But, honestly, I really am excited to play this. No lie. Yeah, I mean, I'm just – I'm really hopeful. You know, there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of warning signs. I saw somebody in the chat mention that it looks like you're human size, like around all of these Transformers. And if you're supposed to be a transformer, unless you're a car that's like right against the ground, it does seem weird that you seem so short in this game. Why aren't you a towering mech like you are an archangel? But I guess it'll. I guess we'll have to find out who you're playing as. Uh, I guess that would make a little bit more sense. And I see. And I also see some conversations in the chat. All your history saying if it's more than twenty dollars, it's it's too much. Um, right. Nice and that's crispy the says I think when... fifteen dollars at most. We. We had the same conversation about Wander. It's it's weird that we're putting price tags on games before we even know how much content there is or or the the level of quality of the game well i feel like i feel like no matter what the license is gonna cost a couple extra bucks because yeah. that typically happens it's like you get where we sometimes we get really excited and then and then it's like well because it's this ip it's you know they charge a little extra so i i do hope it's on the cheaper side especially if it doesn't have the content to back it up but I, I'm not going to be shocked if I if this comes at like twenty five dollars or something, and you know. Yeah, hopefully there's replayability. That, that that's another thing I liked about Time Crisis games. I think I spent a ton of time with Time Crisis two and four. I can't remember now. It's but but I loved making my way through you know certain part of the game dying like you know 20 minutes in or 10 minutes in or something and then like having this xp bar that's filling up and and gradually unlocking uh you know bigger ammo clips or or high bigger life bars and then giving me a reason to keep replaying over and over and gradually making my way further and further into the game i think that's what you have to do whenever you do an arcade style game on a home console because in the arcade, they just want your quarters. You have to keep replaying and replaying and replaying and keep putting quarters in and get better at the game. But at home, the quarter system doesn't make any sense. So you need to give players like an incentive to keep coming back. And, and so you die fast, but then you get a little bit more powerful every time. There's like that roguelite element to it, right? Um, but that, which, I mean, long before roguelites were, uh, were a popular genre, they were like gun shooters. Um, before we move on to our next right, topic, man. Genetic B, the abbreviated game cat with the $5 tip, says, AJ, Wanderer movement is much improved. Now we just need yes. faster turn and move speed that's tilt graduated. <laughs> you needy little bastard, man. No, I'm kidding. Uh, that is awesome, man. I'm so glad because Genetic Blaster was one of the first people to. I didn't I didn't want to call. I didn't call anyone out by name, but, but you know, he now I am. Uh, he, he was uh, definitely a, a big, uh, yeah. had a huge problem with the thing, and rightfully so. I never said you were wrong for that. It's just, like I said, it was actually our kind of oversight because we just like got it used to it so fast and we're like yeah it works fine for it and that's it, usually something it's a puzzle that game. we c- you yeah, know, the, yeah. You're, you're not you're not running and gunning in this game and so like i can overlook certain things Mostly, like that yeah. in certain games you know if uh it, it's and so it didn't it didn't bother me but but i will tell you that when i checked it out and talked about it on monday show um that was my brief way of saying we've already covered this um it, it felt really good it did feel like exactly the way it was supposed to just point and the control and the way you're supposed to move, hit the move button, and boom, you're good. Uh, it made everything a lot easier. So I, I am in agreement with you, Genetic Blasphemy. I'm very happy that they took the Hell time yeah, man. and made that work. Thank you Dude, again that team for being vocal awesome. about it. That team is yeah, so good. Yeah, they're really cool people. Uh, Dude. Dude. Speaking of games that we'll likely see this year while we wait for PSVR 2, did you see the trailer for Devolver's new VR game? 
Uh, I saw the teaser. Uh, they put up a teaser on Twitter and said, get ready for a tantalizingly tactile new VR game from Fire Punched and Devolver Digital. Stay tuned all week for more sneak peeks before all is revealed. And they show a little video of a cartoony-looking game. Um, Emily's going to love it. Yes. Um, you know, it looks... At first, I was like, eh. <laughs> but Devolver Digital is known for make, for publishing a lot of indie games. Mm-hmm. And they don't usually skimp on quality. They're usually pretty good, actually. Um, so they're one of the few people that I, I can, can sometimes get away with this. But um, this game, which right now all we know about is, besides the footage that we've seen, is just going by unannounced tentacle giant game in VR. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it's awesome that you've got this cute little quaint town, right? And everything seems really wholesome. And then the next thing you know, you see these tentacles come out of nowhere and then destroying the city. And you are the person controlling the tentacles. I mean, that looks awesome to me. You know, we, we've had games that sort of tried to do these things before. We had V-Robot, um, where, like, you're just this giant uh, monster uh, in, in the city, or giant robot, I suppose. And there's... there's and you, and you can like pick up buildings and throw them or whatever, and it it, it was a good idea, and it, but it just didn't work out well. It was like it just didn't come together. It wasn't a lot of fun. It was more of a proof of concept than anything else. Like they kind of forgot to include an actual game, and and I have total faith that that, that these teams are going to be able to take that concept and go so much further with it. You know, you can see reaching out, and you're you're not just destroying the city. You're actually helping the townspeople. With tasks, like you're doing... It, I it love seemed, it. Yeah, right. It seems so much deeper uh, than just like, oh, run in and destroy the city, right? And, and, right. and who knows? Maybe you get right. to destroy the city at a certain point, too. That's That would be awesome. I will say... Yeah. We get, I just want to be real cautious here and say that there's no platforms announced yet. This looks like it would be right. perfect on PSVR 1. We don't know if they have any interest in publishing on PSVR 1. But I will say that any game that gets announced for unannounced VR platforms from this point on we are going to cover because likely it'll be on PSVR two if it's not on PSVR one. So just keep that in mind. Well, and all jokes aside, Devolver Digital helped publish Gorn, um, which came to PlayStation VR already. Right. And I think they found a lot of success on the PlayStation VR platform. So I could definitely see them releasing <coughs> once again on, um, on PlayStation VR, uh, releasing another title. So I see no reason why not. It doesn't look like there's anything that, is like, oh, that just wouldn't work. I mean, it's certainly like, you know, the graphics and, and the gameplay don't really strike me as something that wouldn't work. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and yeah, I, I think this looks pretty cool. I think it looks charming and could be a, a fun time for a, for a smaller, like, you know, just a little goofy indie game. Yeah. And, and a small little goofy indie game that could potentially have a lot of depth to it. Um, that, and that's where I'm crossing my fingers. I'm really hoping. I'm not expecting games- a lot of depth here, but. Well, that, that's where I'm. That, that's what I'd like to see change in the future. Like have we, we've seen so many indie games without a lot of depth over the last five years. It would be nice yeah. that as people learn the technology, as people learn what you know what VR is capable of, they don't they don't limit their imagination or their creativity when it comes to making these games in the future. They go, oh, we, you know, this is an indie game we had in mind, and it works better in VR. So let's do it that way. Um, so I'd, I'd like I'm, to. I mean, I'm seeing a decent amount of variety of stuff here, but yeah. we'll see what happens. We'll see how deep that goes. But as uh, as as Devolver tells us more about the uh, the game, we'll uh, 
we'll keep you posted. And hopefully, hopefully PSVR 1, man. Again, it would be great to have something like this while we wait for PSVR 2. Next up, we've got a viewer takeover question. And if you guys don't know how to leave a viewer takeover question, then you're probably not part of our Discord or you've never watched our show before or you don't listen when I talk, which I understand AJ never listens when I talk, so you're in good company. You can go over to our Discord, click the link in the description, and leave a viewer takeover question in the viewer takeover channel. Just like... I love love how when you said that, I was reading the chat. Yeah, I know. (laughs) It, you, you make it sound like it was a coincidence, but it's not a coincidence when it happens every single time I open my mouth. I mean, I heard you say that, didn't I? <laughs> Just like Rypop did, he writes hashtag viewer takeover with Sony's acquisition of both Fire Sprite and Bungie over the last few months. What team could Sony now acquire that would help them in the VR front other than White Moon Dreams? Because that one is a given. What do you think, AJ? There's so many, so many different teams out there that could be beneficial to PlayStation from a VR front. Uh, but what team would be most beneficial? Konami. <laughs> no, I, uh, I don't know. I mean, there's, I again, I don't really, I, I don't know. I don't really like super care about who's buying who and stuff. Like, you know, it, it sucks when when Microsoft buys a company because we lose a, a better chance of seeing some of those on VR, maybe not PlayStation platform, but VR. Um, you know, I, I don't really know, man. Uh, obviously, what it says, other than White Moon Dreams, because yeah. that one's a given. Not many people besides us know who White Moon Dreams are, unfortunately. So I don't think that's just, like, fair to, <laughs> because that was my answer. But, you See, know, for anyone watching the show, this is what AJ does. He goes, what's what's the what? <laughs> ignore the question. <laughs> Whatever the question is, I'm going to ignore it. I'm going to give my I'm yeah. going to answer my own question to answer the question that wasn't asked. Exactly. Right. Well, let me hear yours, because you obviously maybe had a better answer than I did. Dude, they should they should purchase Insomniac. Wow. What a great acquisition that would be. um no i mean i think i think that's kind of i think they did it already i i think i i I think you know it's great that uh we're talking about the recent acquisitions but but honestly uh i think insomniac was was one of the most beneficial uh studios they could have bought as far as vr is concerned not only are they a huge team uh that are capable of making triple a flat screen games but they've got a ton of vr experience um and so and so now that we've already bought them <laughs> i know so i'm just doing the same thing that you did in answering a different question uh, what's the best That's team sony's purchased <laughs> no um honestly I, so i think you jokingly said konami at the beginning of this conversation and i agree with you not from a, a vr standpoint in terms of they've got the best vr uh technical know-how right but i do think they have games that would fit really well in vr you know we always we always talk about silent hill and uh, and i think that I don't really want to play another Silent Hill game unless it is in VR. And so I, I think acquiring some someone like Konami or getting or getting the rights to their IPs uh, is, is something that should really be considered at some point. Um, because I don't think Konami knows what they're doing anymore with their IPs, as we're going to talk about in just a little bit. Um, they, they're, they really seem like they're lost. They're a great pachinko machine uh, producer. Right, that that seems to be where they're getting most of their money from. But they, but sorry, guys, lots of sirens on my end today. I apologize. In mobile games, in mobile games, right? So they they they've got they've got this they've got this niche carved out for them, which is bigger than the video game niche they ever had. Um, not not in the back of the NES days, and you saw that they had to create another label. Remember when it was Konami and Ultra because they had to get around like the the whole 
NES limitation of you can only publish six games a year. And they were like, well, we've got 12 we want to publish, and we're just going to open up another, uh, call ourselves something else. Um, they were super prolific. And so I think it would be nice to see Konami get back to their roots, um, or at least let some other developers take a stab at their IPs in VR. Ask you a better question next time, Ray. I like Rexburg's <laughs> question more. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, let's get to one of our uh, let's get to one of our headlines of the day, and uh, that is a patent. Uh, okay, AJ, give me give me the story here. Where did this patent um, get discovered? When did it get discovered? Uh, who's who's the one making news about this right now? So this patent was originally uh, filed or shown in. Let's see. Actually, it says uh, filed 2017. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was from 2020, though. It's from the last time it uh, popped up. But the reason I'm we, we are talking about it is because uh, Road to VR actually published an article. And it's basically, you know, we, we've had conf- – we know now that of the specs we do know of, uh, that PSVR 2 is going to have Fresnel lenses. And a lot of people were unhappy about that because – it uh, Fresnel lenses are, you know, common in a lot of newer headsets. Mm. But what people hate about them is that they have God rays, which for anyone who doesn't know if there's the best way I heard it described. I don't know if I don't remember where this was from, but I thought it was a pretty good way of describing it is if there's like something with a lot of contrast, like a, a like a black letter in, in front of a, a white screen or something uh, or another color screen that. There's like a white line kind of around it or something. And um, yeah, so this was, like I said, from Road to VR. And they basically said that Sony uh, early filed a patent not too long ago. I think it was in, well, actually like 2020. A patent granted to Sony in 2020. It was filed in 2017. Um, proposes a method of manufacturing the Fresnel lens, which can suppress God rays, basically. Um, so that's, yeah, it was when we first in August, uh, when I first leaked all the PSVR two specs from the dev summit, um, people, people were pretty upset about the Fresnel lenses, uh, because all they were familiar with were Fresnel lenses in like the quest. Right. And they're like, Oh, that's my least favorite thing about the quest is like that, this, like this, like this, it looks like something is, uh, you get the sun in your eyes, basically. That's what it seems like. Um, and, uh, and, I will say I don't think it's as big of a deal first and foremost as people make it out to be. I've got way bigger problems with the Quest 2 than that. But um, but when people said, "Oh, you can't use Fresnel lenses because they they do this," it was like, "Well, you're definitely limiting what your thoughts are on the capabilities of Fresnel lenses." If so- Sony wouldn't have picked these, I said, and I'm just copying and pasting what I said back in August again now. Um, Sony wouldn't have picked these if they did, if they thought that they were limited somehow, right? Like. They want they want to create one of the best headsets uh, for the money, and that and lenses I don't think is where you skimp. And so the fact so when you say well we're looking at one of the cheapest headsets on the market and we're saying well this is this is the prime example of what Fresnel lenses can do. Well, you got to give Sony a little bit more credit than that and say listen they know the the what they they know what Fresnel lenses are. They know what the downsides are. They know what the the positives right. are. They they chose these for a reason. 
And and I said anything back then, you think you know, Sony knows ten times over. <laughs> yeah, they spend they spend millions upon millions upon millions. Uh, I mean, I can't I can't imagine the amount of money that they've spent R and Ding the PlayStation VR two. And if you, if anybody thinks that they've just like oh oversight, no, yeah, absolutely oh, no oversight. Missed that here. one, right? Right. Even you know people point to the move controllers and say, well, they are indeed that too. I was like, well, yeah, but man, there were. It's not like that wasn't part of the discussion. That was a huge part of the discussion, and they made a right. choice, right? There's a reason. Then there's a reason for that choice, right? Right, absolutely. And, I, and you know, I think we're at a different place in VR. Like they want, they want to have the most cutting edge uh, headset for their cutting edge games with their cutting edge uh, platform. So, uh, and, and so basically, all this does, all this patent does, is show everyone that hey, whatever the Quest Two doing with, with Fresnel lenses is not the best example of what's possible with Fresnel lenses. Um, so uh, so a little patience went a long way here. Uh, so we, we can all now see that it's we're, we're not going to be worrying about the same issue with, uh, with God rays as you, as you do on the Quest 2. That's all. Yeah. And when they do have a picture of, like, what the lenses look like, and, you know, the, the lenses typically have these, like, ridges, and it looks like at the tip of each of those ridges is, like, some little design um where it can absorb the uh the light infractions or whatever that cause the god rays to happen so i mean it's like you said man they know what what they're doing when it comes to this and it it was something that you know we weren't sure about we were like you know we we just kind of assumed that they they wouldn't uh it wouldn't they wouldn't just make this huge oversight here um but now it's nice to see that we now know how uh, they can potentially resolve this issue, and um, yeah, and and yeah, you don't you don't want a, a headset with an OLED screen and um, high resolution 4K HDR, and then it be like ruined by by like some god rays, right? Like right. that would be like such a horrible thing to happen. And they just they the amount of testing and research that goes into this stuff, um, this makes pretty good sense on. Uh, them making this move, making this part of the design, right? And, and don't forget, like there's, you know, uh, I saw some people in the chat say the PSVR one has like such great lenses. Why would you want to like change anything? Uh, and I think the fact is that um, I think everyone's going to be kind of surprised at uh, the comfort and form factor of the PlayStation VR two. How lightweight it's going to be, how how right. compact it'll be. Uh, I, I think I really do think that they're going to wow everybody when they finally pull back the curtain and show what the PSVR two looks like. Um, I think they're going to wow everybody, and, and, and for now, lenses are part of that. They're lightweight, and uh, it's just going to be in every single way that they can make it, you know, lighter weight, more ergonomic. Uh, they're going to do whatever they can in order to make that happen as part of the overall. Let's move into the next gen of VR package, um, and so it's going to be really fucking cool. Yeah, man. yeah. Obviously, you have to take the. Um a patent with a grain of salt because a patent doesn't mean it's officially going to be in the final product, but right. it seems pretty uh, plausible that it would happen. Patent was filed in 2017. This is how long they've been looking at tech for PSVR 2. This is how long they've been right. planning the next-gen VR hardware. Uh, right. so, and approved in 2020. Right. It's really easy to point your finger at Sony and go, these guys don't know what they're doing. <laughs> but really... Like there's a, there's a huge team here, AJ, that like are that know way more than we do, AJ. Oh, I forgot to cough. Did you that hear time. that? I forgot to cough. <laughs> <laughs> um, secret, sacred, sacred grove. Wait, did they let you try it in the secret bunker under the Atlantic, Brian? I'm not at liberty to discuss. 
we have t- a couple tips to discuss. We've got Waleed C. Faridi with Canadian $5 Tips says, Hi, Brian and AJ. Hello. My PSVR 2 launch wish list. Horizon Adventure. Half-Life Alex, Sci-Fi. Metal Gear Solid. Stealth. RE8. Horror. VR Sports. Astrobot. Firewall. Sequel. Oh, Firewall Sequel. That's, that's one thought. Nice. That's a, that's a good list, man. Um, I Pretty good. Yep. Just don't, just um, please don't forget Village. We need Village at lunch because I've waited yes, far too do. long to play that game. Uh, we also yeah. get Professor Lilith with the $5 tip says, hi, Game Cats. Hey, Professor Lilith. How are you? Hey, uh, the Sunday multiplayer poll is posted in the Discord. Remember, don't forget to join our Discord. Click the link in the description below. And some of the choices aren't Zenith. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but by the way, quick reminder, uh, I think this Saturday we are going to be getting together with a couple cats. Uh, a lot of cats, actually, this Saturday early on. And uh, taking down the world boss for realsies this time. So nice. uh, make sure you keep an eye on the Discord I for that. Have. And, and uh, yeah, come come take him down with us. It'll be really, really fun. Speaking of Discord, Brian, Hi. we have Brax Bro who leaves a hashtag viewer takeover in the Discord and wants to know, does a headset seller have to be tied to an IP for it to sell headsets? Yes. Currently. Currently. I think we, we've sort of had this conversation before in, in different ways um, because uh, we, you know, you can have a game like Blood and Truth, you can have a game like Astrobot, and those games are amazing for the people who already own the headset, right? It's like, here's an original IP, and you're going to fucking love it. And guess what? We all fucking loved it. But it didn't, I, I, I'm going to guarantee you, it didn't move the needle all that much for PSVR 1 headset sales. I, I will say what it probably did was made everyone real happy that they own the PlayStation VR 1 headset. Right, They're like this is great, man. This is some amazing exclusives. I'm so glad I own this thing. But did it actually move the needle for that? No, I think games like Skyrim move the needle more. You know, I think games like Resident Evil Seven move the needle more. Um, you know, even so, even even Saints and Sinners, which was amazing, was is tied to The Walking Dead. That that is an IP that everybody knows. If it was like here's an, here's some other named zombie game that's got awesome mechanics and blah blah blah, whatever. You don't you don't get that same traction that you do uh, when it's tied to an IP. I think that'll change eventually. I think eventually when, when VR is more ubiquitous and, and everyone kind of owns a headset, that'll change. But right now, right now, I think you need a, a, a known IP to sell headsets. I think that's the easiest way is is to attach it to a popular IP and have a VR version of it, like a Spider-Man, like a Grand Theft Auto. Like a Horizon uh, Call it, of the Mountain. Does it have to be, though? No, I don't think so. I don't think it has to be tied to an IP. Uh, there are things that exist like VR chat or Beat Saber or, um, yeah. you know, uh, what was it? I, I actually think there is the potential for a um, a brand new IP that just takes uh, takes kind of like everyone by a storm. And it is just something that is that good, whether it be like, you know, the most the catchiest game ever, something that makes this game explode. Uh, I think that is a huge possibility to where uh, the game could have that much appeal and just spread and spread like wildfire by word of mouth so much um, through content creators, through <coughs> friends, through through, all, through marketing maybe. Uh, I don't think it has to be. I think that's just the easiest way, especially just for – uh, uh, even if it's just a limited amount of time, um, because eventually VR, VR original VR games are just going to 
sell by themselves if VR, if and when VR becomes so popular that it's like it's recognized as its own platform. It doesn't, it doesn't have to have that connection in order to get people's attention. Um, So yeah, that's my answer on that one. I, I think you're right. I think there are certainly some examples of it being the other way around. I think Beat Saber was a breakout hit. I think Beat Saber is one of the one of the games. I, I, VR chat's free. Rec Room's free. I, I have a hard time. I, I mean, it doesn't make it any less of a valid point. But I do think you know when 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 kids are able to get their hands on something without asking their parents, it sort of changes certain certain elements of the conversation. Um, but but Beat Saber is absolutely a great example of um, of a headset seller. That is not tied to any kind of IP. Uh, what it is tied to uh, are are known bands, in, no, in known music. Um, so I, I think I, I think that, especially on PC side of things, where they, where they're able to mod and, and, and put all their favorite songs into into Beat right. Saber, I, I think I think that sort of at, at a certain point ropes it back into an IP, an established franchise of of this music that you know and love. Um, but I, but again, it was it was so well-received from every angle that I think it probably would have been successful even without that side of things. Um, as it, I do as hope amazingly successful on PSVR without that side of things. I do hope to see one day uh, a game that is just an original IP that is so groundbreaking that it brings, just makes people flock to VR because they're like, wow, it's completely original. And they go, wow, look at X and they're they're like this is a this looks amazing. I want to get a headset for this game. Um, I do hope something that there's something something like that with tons of depth. You know, tri- like even AAA qualities. Even if it's a uh, an indie game, that it just has this like AAA production values that just makes everybody go wow. Like this is this is the definitive like VR game, and it's not made and it's not tied to an IP. It's a it's just completely original. I would love to see that. Agreed. I agree. And I think the future is going to allow for that to happen more than ever. I think it's going to be really cool. Yeah. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. Uh, AJ. Yo. Another headline that <laughs> shouldn't shouldn't really be a headline because it's it's such a rumor, man. It's <laughs> but but I think we, we need to talk about it anyway because because uh, even even rumors that don't turn out to be true, I think are fun to talk about as long as we always preface the conversation with this might be total bullshit. What? Is today's might be total bullshit topic. Well, uh, somebody has posted in the gaming leaks and rumors section on Reddit that they are claiming that they have some inside info or have received some inside info mm-hmm. uh, as to a Metal Gear Solid remake happening and going to be um, VR. PS, a PSVR to launch title uh, later this year, and uh, yeah, man, why don't you uh, tell me what what do you got on this? What do you think? All right. Uh, so for some reason, I lost the first half of this. Can, by any chance, can you do you have the first half of this tweet or the first half of this post, um, Andy? I can. Okay. So this is this comes from F Jaeger five eight zero four one says not much I can say without someone at. at without putting someone at risk, nor do I have online credibility posting on a throwaway account. Blue point was originally at helm, but is now handed off to another support studio. Sony wants this to be the next benchmark for VR games across all platforms can be played fully without VR as a standalone remake. 
one of the first examples of a triple A title that can be experienced in both VR and non-VR that PlayStation wants to accomplish. They go on to say some bullet points, saying some details about the game, saying it's fully interactable environments to the ground to ground the player in Metal Gear Solid. Adaptive triggers and haptic feedback will be utilized to an extreme amount. Almost every item and set piece in the game is crafted around it. Um, that uh, inventory system follows suit to the original game, raising your left wrist for things like medicine, cigarettes, etc., and your right wrist for weaponry. Things like night vision, thermal goggles, gas mask, and cardboard box will be accurately represented in VR. A psychomantis fight is slightly revamped for a VR experience, almost identical in <coughs> non-VR, but the controller port switch is scrapped. Uh, I do not know if this will be if it'll be the statue solution by default or if something new is planned. Quarter two. 2022 reveal alongside PSVR 2 quarter 4 2022 release as a launch title uh, and he goes on to say finally again to be transparent there's no reason to believe anything here but I've been told direct details from someone who's very close to the project from what I've heard it sounds like a new leap slash standard for VR so much to unpack uh, first yeah First, when you when you use a throwaway account, when when you're not when you're not citing sources, whenever you're not doing anything, it's so easy just to be like, I can say anything the fuck out, whatever I want. I just want a little bit of attention. I want to like fuel the fire and make people believe my my nonsense. So yeah, I typically don't, you don't do that because the person that gave you that info yeah. would know that that's the throwaway account, or would they would know that they. You know, they'd be able to identify you through this info. So well, I think it's I think it's less important about the part, one. about his source. Um, finding out about you know him posting it, I think it's more important about the people making the game um, and finding out uh, after seeing that, figuring out who the source is. Right? It's like if you find out that somebody leaked information about your game, you're like, you're fucking fired, man. You can't do that shit. Um, so, so I, I get it from both sides of things. Like you want to make sure that you're not you know that you're not getting anyone in trouble, um, but at the same time, it can also lead to a lot of this where we're like, well, it kind of ruins the validity of the statement a little bit when right. you can't when you can't back any of it up and you're just like you're just throwing you're just saying whatever whatever you want on the internet. Uh, the internet, the place where everyone says whatever they want, whether it's true or not. So, um, so with that out of the way, though. Some of this stuff actually sounds pretty fucking cool, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. when, they're, when they're saying that uh, it's a AAA game, it'll redefine what AAA is. Like these are the words that Sony likes to use uh, when, when it comes to. We've already heard this from other studios talking about Call of the Mountain. Is that that will redefine what AAA is, right? So this is, some some of this terminology isn't unprecedented for Sony. Yeah, I, I I like some of what they say here, and and I like the idea of it. I, I think without a doubt, if you want to sell PSVR 2 headsets, yep. uh, you have a VR, a fully playable VR version of the game for PSVR 2. And again, you know, talking about the easy way to sell PSVR 2 headsets is attaching it to an IP. Yep. Well, how about a Metal Gear IP? Yep. But that's exactly why I, I, I don't believe this one bit, unfortunately, and... Um, it, the thing is, the good thing is, is that it, it's weird. There are some things here because like when, when we received some information about horizon call the mountain mm -hmm. and we talked about it a long time ago, it was kind of in a similar fashion where I just had a few details and, or we, we were given a few details on it and there was 
a lot of details though that we had to omit uh, because we couldn't talk about them. But um, it would it would give the person up. But um, but this one is interesting. I mean, I think it would be an amazing thing to have, but I just don't see it, man. Konami hasn't made a game. Uh, on a console, a big, awesome game besides some some uh, collections that they've done. <clears throat> and when they have attempted at making some games, uh, they've been pretty poorly received. Um, so to me, there's kind of like, uh, well, even if it, this is true, the only way it would be a good thing is if it was handed off to somebody else. And that's kind of where people are trying to say, well, there was some handoff uh, with the, with this IP yeah. in the in the rumors. That's the problem. It's rumors on top of rumors on top of rumors. Yep. Yeah, I mean, but but it's also it also starts making sense though. You know, if you're if you're Konami, it's it's funny. We talked about Half Life, Alex, and we were like, oh, you know, so many people are going to get on board, blah 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 blah, because Half Life has you know one of the biggest names in gaming history. Everyone's going to want it. And then I saw in the comments, people are like, yeah, I'm 25. I none of my friends and we we don't play it. We've never played a Half Life game. We don't care. Right. And so I think Konami's in danger of getting to that point if they don't do something with these franchises. They've 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 got these franchises that are worth so much money that have have the love currently of so much of the gaming community. If they don't do something fast with them, they're just going to like fade away and no one's going to care about them anymore. I mean, people like us will probably love Metal Gear forever, but you, you can't get by on people like us forever. You, you always have to bring new people into the fold and keep more people interested in what you're doing every new sequel to a game you've ever made or every remake, you've got to get the old audience and you've got to get a new audience in order to keep making money. Now, I think, which is why this is kind of perfect. And if it's not made by Konami, that makes even more sense because then you get a capable studio who actually knows what they're doing. Maybe someone who knows what they're doing with VR. As the, as the leak says, or the rumor says, it's a hybrid game. So it's fully playable in, in right. on a flat screen and VR, which, come on, this, this is what we're talking about. Right. It, it sounds like they've got this everything kind of worked out with with, with the inventories on each wrist with um, with with um, shit. What else did they say? The item, everything being interactable, interact, interactable. Right. I mean, that would be amazing it's to the be definition able to put of hybrid on... games made, yeah. like they were made from the built from the ground up for VR. So it's like, again, it's it, it all sort of falls into place. And if you do want to blow everyone away with an amazing PSVR 2 launch, though, this is the way to do it. Yeah, the mechanics of Metal Gear Solid, I think, would translate uh, in an amazing way. I think it'd be amazing to to be able to put on the the night vision goggles, to be able to take the cigarette. I don't think a game these days would even put a cigarette in the game. Uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe I guess I some so. would. Um, yeah, uh, you know, it's it does seem like they try to don't want to influence the younger generations that it's cool and stuff. And, you know, it's the right thing to do at the end of the day, but, um, but, uh, yeah, killing people is not the right thing to do either. AJ. (laughs) That's true. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, um, there's so many things that would work so well that, that are in the metal gear solid, um, universe that I think would be a great fit, but having a remake of metal gear solid (laughs) one, just remaking it alone you'd have to make some drastic changes to the game yeah uh it wouldn't involve Ko- uh kojima he's not there is the the most of the stuff about kojima and and uh and konami i mean a lot of that stuff was was rumored people kept pushing saying it was rumored it was true and then like even konami came out and was like uh 
they were like, yeah, no, this is not true. And everyone was still like, you're lying. You're hiding something. Because people want it so bad. Abandoned. And I agree. <laughs> I would love I would love for, for this to be true. Yeah. Um, but but I just don't see it happening, man. I don't uh, – unless uh, unless Konami is about to go bankrupt and they have no other choice than to pawn their IPs off to another uh, company to make some games or whatever, like they're just not going to budge. They're not going to do it. And like I said before, if there's one company I would want Sony to buy, it would be Konami because then you get to really, really – you get – access to all those IPs again. Right. Um, and then you get to do stuff like that, like a Metal Gear VR uh, spinoff or something. Yeah. No, I, I, or Castlevania VR. It would be interesting for, you know, for, to, for, for Sony to purchase the rights to these IPs, right. Or, or, or purchase the IPs themselves. You know, obviously they can't buy Konami. That wouldn't make sense. And uh, a few different, for a few different reasons, uh, mostly because they're just such a bigger company than video games. Um, but, but, but I think it would be interesting for, for, for Sony to hand Metal Gear over to, for, to Kojima and say, listen, like you do whatever you want to with this. Like this is your baby and now, and now we're returning it back to you and you get to, you get to bring it back to life in whatever way that you want. Um, and, and don't worry, Konami has no say as to what you do. And I think that, I think that would be such a, an amazing homecoming an amazing, like almost like a heartfelt return to where Metal Gear belongs because Konami doesn't know what they're doing, man. Like Metal Gear survive was their attempt to just cash in on their own brand and it didn't work out. Right. And so no. it's great to, it would make Metal Gear meaningful again to, to give it back to the, the person who made it meaningful. Yeah. Well, I also don't see how, how the entire game would, would translate into VR perfectly either. Like this is one of the games where I'm like, okay, a spinoff or something would actually make more sense um, because you get to utilize all the mechanics. But how do you do something like sitting through a 20-minute cutscene like in, with a headset on? I mean, I Blood just, and Truth I wanted to do it. <laughs> yes, but it. <laughs> but these are longer, though. These are actually longer. I know when you, when you add up Blood and Truth's... Um, There's so many better ways together. to do things now. Since Metal Gear Solid 1 first came out, like the, every audio tapes were introduced where you could actually listen to things while you're, while you're playing the levels. Like this, is, this, this wouldn't be a, like, oh, we're just going to upscale the graphics from the, from the Twin Snakes and put it on PSVR 2. I think this would, this would be a full-fledged first-person remake where like, these radio conversations are happening while you're playing the level. Uh, there wouldn't, I don't think there would really be those cutscenes so much. You know, maybe when you meet Otacon, uh, you know, there's briefly you walk into the room and like, you, you may, maybe it takes away control for a minute. But I don't I don't think the longer cutscenes are all that necessary. Um, I think there are better ways to do these things now. Um, so but I don't know. I, I think I mean, I think, it could be presented in a cool 3D way, you know, possibly. but there's a lot of stuff you'd have to redo because. Yeah. It, but that's, but that, that's the part of the of fun. It's more. like, look how they did this. Look how they took this thing that we were so familiar with. Right, like intimately familiar with, and then they and then they reimagined it for VR and made it VRAF. They and, and they made these long ass cutscenes that we didn't want to sit through way more entertaining. It's like a lot has a lot has happened in the last twenty years, and so I think that it's it's time. It's maybe time. I don't, have, I don't expect Konami to be able to execute that. Not Konami, and, absolutely not. But, but like somebody that they, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I did. Uh, I did make the mistake of. Um, the saying that games don't have smoking these days and 
uh, Mark Douse co- quickly corrected me um, <laughs> and said like London Heist and and some other stuff. So yeah, and I expect you to die. So um, yeah, I don't know why I was thinking that. I just thought that that was kind of like a thing, kind of like how bars don't let people smoke in bars anymore. I thought I thought everybody was just getting on board. I forgot for a minute. Um, so uh, AJ, you know what time it is. Hey. Thank you, everybody, well, for hanging out this entire show. It's time to move on to the last segment of our show. We always end with PSBR 20 questions. Uh, oh, shoot. You know what? I don't want to miss this tip. Scott Slyward, 251, the 101 game cat. I love that. But the two uh, two quid says, thanks for the transference recommendation. It is wow. I'm so glad nice. you like it. I was like, Scott Slyward. What? <laughs> Did I say Scott? He said Scott Slyward. Oh, wow. Uh, oh. I didn't mean it. It is time for PSVR 20 questions. I'm the host this time, which means that you guys out there and AJ have 20 yes or no questions to figure out what PlayStation VR game I'm thinking. I'm about to put six minutes up on the clock. Uh, I have no idea if I've used this game before, so don't let that affect um, your decision making. Uh, I've, I've got a bad short-term memory and even a worse long-term memory. So let's do this. Are you ready? I is ready. Let's go. Does it have... DualShock 4 support. It does not. It's not. Is it move controllers only? It is move controllers only. Yes. Okay. So moves. Um, is it... Uh, does it have monsters in it? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, monsters. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was, I was like that's a broad enemy type, but yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, <coughs> is it a horror game? No, not a horror game. Is it cartoony? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I would call it cartoony. So it's moves only, monsters, cartoony. Is it a wave-based game? Uh. No, not 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 wave based. Not a wave based. Yeah, that that that's gonna, gonna get have... hairy. that's gonna get hairy. But I think we're getting in, if I if I say wave, then I think that becomes an issue. Okay. Can you specify? Can you can you be more specific with what wave based means? Like, do you fight waves of enemies? Yeah, you do fight like waves a wave of shooter, like like a wave shooter without the shooting. You fight waves of enemies, but okay, I wouldn't call it like a wave shooter now. Okay. Um, can you pick up items in this game? You do uh, collect items, yes. Collect items? We'll pick them up, sure. Okay. You acquire them. <laughs> um, let's see. Is it, was it, I like Dark Angels thing. Is, was it made in the last two years? Yes. Yes, it was. Was made in the last two years. So moves, mo- uses moves only. Uses moves only. Uh, it has monsters in it. It's pretty cartoony. And it was made in the last two years. And it does have some wave elements in it. Wave-based elements in it. I like where, I like where we're going here. Um... We already he already did the zombie lunch game last week. His 
His memory's not that bad. It's bad. It's not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> is there? Well, he said it's not a. He said it's not a. a um, what, how much time do I have left? You're halfway there. Three minutes. And eight questions. You're. You have, you have is there left. any locomotion in this game? Yes. Okay, so I think it is full locomotion. Um, is there sword fighting in this game? No. No. So it's not after until you fall. That's ten. Um, just double checking in my brain. Yeah. No sword. Um. Okay. Uh, let's see here. So there is locomotion. The good game one is always. Let's see here. What do we got, cats? What do we got? We gotta be quick. I gotta be quick about this. We still got ten questions left. I want to. Um... Are there zombies in it? I don't. I don't think so. No. Um. <clears throat> There's no sword fighting, so it couldn't be Trover. It use and it uses the moves. Archangel, you just to clarify, you said it's not a wave shooter, right? Like, it's, like it's not a wave shooter. You said you fight waves of enemies, but I wouldn't call it a wave shooter. No. Okay. Okay. Um, is it a? F- there's. F- uh, is there full locomotion? Yeah, there there is. Okay. Um, not. <clears throat> Not in the most traditional way, but yes, it would be unfair to call it anything. Full, full locomotion, but not in the most traditional way. <sighs> okay, moves only. You got a minute monsters, and a half and seven questions. Okay, seven questions left. Uh, <clears throat> is it uh, an action game? Yes. Oh, shit. Yeah, you said it's... Uh, um, is it first person? Do you play in the first person? It is not first person. It is not first person. Play with the moves. Um, let's see here. It's not first person. Ooh. Oh, but he said it's not a shooter. Um, could be. Fract, he wouldn't call a wave um, shooter. I said it wasn't a shooter. Just to, just to clarify, that was never a you said it wasn't a. Oh, you said it wasn't a wave shooter. Just. FYI. And you said it is a wave-based game. No, I'm not saying uh, whether it is or not. I'm just saying that Has that this developer made other VR games? Yes. Yes, they have. Is it made by End Dreams? It is not made by End Dreams. Um, okay. Is it... Uh, <clears throat> it does have full locomotion, but not in the traditional way. Um, come on, cats. Uh, Ten seconds. Is it made by Arvory? It is made by Arvory. Is it Yuki? It is Yuki, made by Ooh, Arvory Immersive Experiences. Good job, all you are's history. Oh the first God. person I saw uh, recommended. And thank, you, I saw. Ali, thank you, Ali Hembre. Yep. Because uh, I saw people saying, <clears throat> I'm glad you got the first one. Because I, I saw a bunch of people saying it, and I wasn't sure. Dang, that was close, man. Yep. You can't do that to me. That was too stressful. This was too fun. <laughs> <laughs> the stress, most stressful ones are always the best ones. Um, dude, I love Yuki so much. I think this game just, uh, I think there's just so much to love about this. I, I had so much fun with it. I love I love playing through this again and again. Um, it's really, really underrated. Uh, so much fun. Uh, also, yeah, I don't I think anyone play played this it. More. 
Yeah, I don't think anyone played it. <laughs> uh, the sad thing is once you unlock all the characters and beat it with all the characters, there's, like, not really much left to do. And I was like, oh, man, I just really want I really want more. Like, give, give me more. Give me DLC levels. Give me DLC enemies. Give me DLC upgrades. There's, there's so much stuff to like about this. I wasn't, <laughs> so... I wasn't convinced that they were going to be able to make, like, a bullet hell shooter uh, crossed with, a uh, like, a roguelite game because everyone's making roguelite games. And, I, and somehow they – I think they really did a great job with this. There's, there's people that are like, I haven't heard of this. That Yuki? like, what the fuck is this? What? They're like, man, what an obscure game, guys! This came out like within the last <laughs> year. <laughs> I think six months ago. Imagine if we went really obscure with this, man. They would not even. They would have no idea. Oh god! Oh my god! god. Any, anybody who hasn't watched my review of this, go check it out, man. It's like the reviews just go. Yeah, fuck, dude. Go watch all my cats reviews. Really like this game. <laughs> Go watch all my reviews and and, and train watch yourself the reviews, for the next episode of uh, episode of Twenty Questions <laughs> because then you'll <laughs> then you'll know everything you need to know uh, unless it's the Mage's Tale and then you'll have no idea what we're talking about. All right, guys. Uh, thank you all so much for hanging out. Thank you to everybody who supports the channel. Thank you to Jamie Yao who gets these uh, shows up on uh, on streaming services, on podcast services. Uh, really appreciate that. Thank you to Sci-Fi Gamecat Henry who takes care of all of our timestamps. Don't don't think I didn't see you slacking on that last one. That was above as bare bones as timestamps get. But I love you so much, so it's hard to complain. And I don't pay you, so it's really hard to complain. And, of course, all of our moderators who handle not just the channel, but also everything over on Discord. So don't forget to join our Discord and try not to piss off our moderators. They do, they work too hard to get pissed off. Um, but definitely hang out over there. Um, we're going to be doing another giveaway soon. A lot of people join for the Wanderer giveaway. Uh, I'm going to be doing... Um, what am I doing? I don't know. I'm doing something else. I'll, I'll, I'll surprise you with it later in the week. Uh, and of course, AJ. If Listen, here's the thing, right? AJ and I are trying to work out this whole hashtag hire AJ thing. But in the meantime, make sure you support AJ over on PSVR Underground by subscribing to his channel and supporting him on patreon.com slash PSVR Underground because... He's so sweet, Brian. I mean, I'm just... <laughs> He's like, I take it all back. Yeah, I don't don't support him. Let him run his channel into the ground. Uh, like <laughs> and if you want to support me over here without parole, don't forget, uh, you can always donate during the streams or patreon.com slash without parole games. I think that's it, man. Can we cue the cat? Cue the cat, Brian, because we will see you guys Friday. Hope you get some additional humping out there. It is hump, hump day, and it's you need humping and lots of pizza. And what a great combination. Wednesday will be complete. <laughs> I know, right? J-Mal, uh, Zach Lightning says, oh, no, not me. I've never lost control. Your face <laughs> to face with the man who sold the world. Meow, 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 King E Mighty says Bulletstorm Duke Nukem Edition VR Hail the King. <laughs> I, I, maybe he's behind. I don't know. Uh, Steve IRE says Hump of Pizza. Eh, not the preferred uh, way to eat it. But, that, no, you know. that, that's a good way to ruin two good things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Move Master Mick. Time to play with Game Cats. Tom Flesh Eater Gaming says Metal Gear Solid for life. Yeah, man. What's, what's your favorite Metal Gear Solid, man? Oh, two. It will always be two. Wow! Oh my god! Yep, that's my favorite. We, I, I wonder, dude. So everyone kind of hated two because of Raiden back in the day. Um, do right? You think? Do you think? I do you think all the same reaction? Do you think everyone has come around throughout the years? Has everyone come around and finally Not been like, no, no, it's a fucking great game. We no, don't because care. we all then 
because all of us then played three and we're like, okay, this one might be better. <laughs> but, <laughs> dude, dude, but, I got uh, to admit three. So I, I used to, so I was still drinking when four came out. Right. And I, and those cutscenes were so long that oh I was, my God, yeah. I would, you know, even if I was just a little I intoxicated, game, I would fall asleep during cutscenes and wake up and would, <laughs> like, what, the, what did I miss? And I was like, I don't actually care what I missed. That yeah. being said, I do think Metal Gear Solid 4 <laughs> is criminally underrated. Uh, I think it's really good. There's a couple of them that are really good, though. I mean, they're all pretty good for the most part. Um, yep. Dan Kiefer says, Naked Raiden VR. Raiden. I mean, <laughs> Raiden, yeah, can I you mean, hear me? I mean, I don't love it for no reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That game that, that game definitely, uh, that was so fun, man. When that, that came out, with, and, and I had a PS2, and the PlayStation 2 was so good. Oh, oh yeah, dude, Braxbro makes an it. excellent point. He goes, yeah, well, because Raiden is a sweet cyborg. Is it Raiden or Raiden? I was, why am I getting this right? Is it Raiden? I, he always, I think he used to always Raiden. say Raiden. He goes, well, yeah, because Raiden's a sweet cyborg ninja now. I forgot about that. It's like, so now everyone likes Raiden because he's like uh, revenge. <laughs> Not unconditional malice who says, no, Raiden still sucks. Oh, Raiden still sucks. Well, we take it all back. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so no, much. We love Raiden's you. Awesome. We'll see you Friday. No, this is, hey, hey what? here's what? my what? elevator what? pitch, Brian. Jesus. Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, whatever it's called, in mm-hmm. VR. Boom. Done. Profit. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Raiden. Whatever. I'm good. But it's stealth banana. <laughs> I don't remember what he says. <laughs> I'm dude, I'm definitely getting pizza. Poison ice cream. Huh? <laughs>